Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. I'm Ronnie. Hi. Guess who I'm with? It's Ben. Ben, come on down. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you, sweet guy? Great, thanks. How are you? Good. Just centering my my camera, as usual. Good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Everything's going well. Uh, Everybody, welcome to Southern Charm Day here on Watch What Crappens, okay? Just so you know, for the schedule, we did do Dubai this week, so Real Housewives of Dubai is posted. Go check that out. Next week, we're not going to do it, okay? Because that's our prerogative, okay? (laughs) We're going to be doing a recap of Married to Medicine next week. Um, in place of that and just check in on that show because it's so good um but thank you so much for being here go check out our patreon that's where you get videos this week is about ben's air fryer journey and some youtube <laughs> tutorials yes. uh, it's also where you get crappens on demand videos which we're on today so hi everybody hi. um you can watch those from your smartphone from your, from your smart television whatever you'd like um, so thanks to everybody who supports us. Um, and here we are. Oh, you know what? We also have a hotline. Guess what? We have a hotline. Oh, yeah. We're teaming up with Comcast Infinity to do a Crappens hotline. Just call us and ask a question on the voicemail or give us your opinion. Whatever. A question's better. I think we're supposed to answer it. So do that. Um, the number is ready. Get your pens. Okay. Get your pens or your memory going. It's 213. 213- Seven two five seven zero four three. That's two one three seven two five seven zero four three. Yay! And leave us a voicemail, and we'll start going through those next month uh, for a segment yeah. of the show. Okay, that's yeah. enough of my bullshit, man. That's What's Xfinity up with you? Mobile. Um, I am like fired up. I'm fired up from this stupid episode of Southern Charm. Also, because I've got residual firing up from Big Brother, which we just talked about off camera. And like we were now I'm like, I'm so in a tizzy from being angry about Big Brother that I'm just going (laughs) to use that rage, that rage against fucking Daniel on Big Brother and just channel it into the assholes on this show. I feel like it's gonna be a really productive morning. Well, I mean, I would like to thank, I would like to congratulate Caleb. You know, wow. Yeah. You really yes. graduated to full douchebag status. Yeah. I thought I nowhere. really fell for Caleb's bullshit. I was like, what a sweet guy. And, you know, whenever there's a crazy couple and one of them's like, oh, my wife, she's crazy. And then you find out all the shit that this guy's been doing to gaslight this chick the whole time, you know, yeah. Caleb, you are that person. You are a motherfucker. So congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. You fucking douchebag. Welcome. Welcome to the show. You'll fit right in. That was an amazing twist because, you know, I've really liked Caleb all season, even though I was like, this is a glaring red flag that he just like left. He just left and was gone for a week. And then he just walks back in like, there's nothing wrong. But I was like, but he seems so nice. And then I was like, oh, it, this episode. Okay. He is, he is not, he's, he's an asshole. Turns out Caleb is an asshole. Turns also. out Caleb's an asshole, you know, he really and, is. um, the first episode, it gives a whole new light to that first episode when Catherine was so mad at him at her party. And it's like, why is she so mad that he's being nice to somebody? You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And she told him, you're not loyal. And he's like, that's ridiculous. And we were like, oh, my God, poor Caleb. You know, mm-hmm. la, la, la. And now that I've seen this, I'm like, oh, okay. He's yeah. not loyal. He's not fucking loyal at all. That's yeah, he's just called it. She called it on that one. That's for sure. Yeah, he's he's just he is an asshole that is playing some weird game. I don't know what it is, but it's like 
getting his rocks off. So whatever. Yeah. Anywho. But welcome. So, You're not going to be boring. You know, my big my big worry for him was, God, he's going to be so boring. All he's doing is like, but I'm so nice. And, <laughs> you know, I just don't understand why Catherine's mean. And what, kids? I don't even understand. <laughs> you know, he's doing that whole sweet guy yeah. who's just been ensnared by a crazy person. Um, and no, you are an asshole who's been ensnared by a crazy person. And it just made, I was like, okay, good job. Mm -hmm. Nice work. Welcome to the show. He he deserves those very strange, slick meatballs that Catherine served him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely deserved that tomato paste (laughs) with water. The watery tomato, potentially like a strange bastardization of a Trader Joe's frozen entree. Not sure. Yeah. So, you know, it was good to see because the casting has been wonky. We all know it. Um, Why deny it? The casting Mm -hmm. has been just super wonky lately. So um, it was good to see that there is some fitting casting here. So let's. Wait. Also, I just want to say, I just want to say, also, Olivia's an asshole. I know we've sort of established that already. But I feel like, like I was like, you know what? She really is an asshole, and she's. I'm not saying that like she is wrong and Austin is right about anything. I'm just saying, Olivia's an ass. Olivia's like a real asshole. So also welcome to the show. Also welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, she's been here, but she's really letting her assholery bloom very gradually. You know, it's yeah. like she's done this before. She's like, you know, you're just a little more of an asshole every week. You know, I, yeah, until I, it just blooms into this gorgeous asshole, puckered asshole flower. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the thing that I think where where I get a little annoyed with Olivia is that she's an asshole, but I think that she thinks she's a really good person, and so that frustrates me a little bit. But we're gonna get all into it because, like, I I already feel like I have like a few rants like ready to go again. It's just like misdirect, not like it's redirected Big Brother rage. But if there's any place to redirect rage, it's right into Southern Charm. Yeah, and this is another episode where not really anything happens, but um, we'll still talk about it for five hours somehow. You know? Yeah, we will. Yeah, buckle up. So we're back at Ivy's, the hotel, (laughs) Ivy's in Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Craig's, Craig has managed to just, like, destroy his room in one night. Um, I don't know how Paige is going to deal with that, okay? Because I feel like he's been putting on a, a good show for her. But at some point, she's going to wake up and her, like, there'll be a hole in the wall and, like, five open bottles and, like, sticky stuff everywhere. And she's be like, oh, my God, I do not like and subscribe to any of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, when their shows are canceled, I'm sure her mind <laughs> will change. So, um, she, she... Uh, they show <laughs> clips of what they did last night, which is like shooting hoops, taking shots, being bras with a dude named Whitley. <laughs> it was not Jasmine Guy. <laughs> my favorite kind of bra shot when one of your friends is Whitley. <laughs> I like seeing uh, in that footage we see Shep. They're they're at they're at that bowling alley. The bowling alley is sort of like a Dave and Buster's kind of place. And watching what a maniac Shep becomes around carnival games, like he's like they're, they're doing like a he's got hit as many baskets as possible, and he's like I'm hurrying. I don't like to hurry. Ah! I'm like you're ruining fun, Shep. <laughs> That's how you have to do it, though. You have to make as many as you can right in a row, right? Yeah, I'm terrible at that, by the way. I totally identify with Shep. (laughs) Well, I can do a speedball. Ski ball. Oh, I was going to say, wow, you you really are like Shep. (laughs) Um, 
Ski ball. Yeah, I suck at that. I'm better at the basketball one, believe it or not. Um, so because you can say love in that one. You can play love in basketball. Oh, guys, and horse. God, who doesn't love horses? Am I right? Basketball. Um, so I could do with a little less of Shep naked in bed rubbing yeah. himself. Like yeah. who thought we needed that? Why do we need that? And he's doing that thing where he's calling um Taylor the next day to you know, make fun of her for thinking that he would even fuck somebody on vacation, which he probably mm-hmm. did. Um, and uh, so he's combed his hair like a little boy, and he's uh, in bed naked, just picking yeah. at himself. It's disgusting. I don't. And he put and he puts Taylor on speakerphone, so therefore he like rests his phone right like on his chest. So we get several extreme close-ups of Shep's like chest hair and nipples and like nipples and ah. everything everything that's in there you know it, it looked like a it looked like cape cod i don't know i didn't like it so her mailbox is full like and he, so he finally gets a hold of her and he's like your mailbox is full and that's embarrassing you need to minimize your inbox oh man <laughs> and she goes well i deleted everything and he's like gosh well last night there were girls everywhere we were there were so many girls girls to the left girls to the right girls i was inside girls i was outside of everywhere girls she's like uh i can't tell if this is a joke i'm kidding you not oh speaking of nuts i just nutted thinking about all those girls gosh and they're like, just so we all understand what Taylor is jealous of, let's get another close-up of Shep's hairy nipples. Okay? Yeah. Let's get another, another close-up of that, just in case anybody's trying to fucking eat ever again. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to clarify, when I said it looked like Cape Cod, I meant like, you know those kind of like sandy dunes that have like sort of grass in them? Oh, yeah. Like all over Cape Cod? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Just like a weird grassy dune. You know, okay, where yeah, like if you yeah. if you stared at Shep's chest long enough, you might see like a J. Crew shoot or something like that. You know, <laughs> he wishes. So um, yeah, he's basically like, you know, I'm gonna go to Austin's mom's house and raid the house of furniture. And she's like, get a crib. Get the crib. He's like, oh, Lord, that's for Austin, you nut. Okay, I'm going to let you go and continue to rub my fupa. Okay. And he just picks at his wiener for a while. You guys are, there is such a thing as being too comfortable on camera. Okay. Yeah. You've, you've, you've come to that point. That's true. Then we have, um, then we, then it's like they, they gather in the car outside the hotel and Craig's like, she's cute, right? And Austin's like, who, Craig? And he's like, the girl in the car looking at the spot behind us. And Shep's like, gosh, I thought you don't look at any other girls. When you're dating, you're going to be the architect of your demise. I thought you were trying to curate a relationship. <laughs> and Craig's like, uh, no, me and Paige can like both see hot people. Like we can masturbate to them or have sex with them. We just can't have lunch with them ever. That's like the only <laughs> rule, really. Uh, so then um they start heading off to austin's childhood home and austin's talking about you know that he that they moved into this home in 96 when he was like eight or nine and uh he's like the austin's mom wendy is gonna be making them lunch and shep is like is your mom getting egg salad because i don't like egg salad (laughs) and it becomes this whole thing about egg salad so it's like let me call her let me call let me uh, let me call my mom right now 
Like, I'm going to call out, hey, Wendy. And then he starts picking at his dick. I was like, are you going to jerk off while you're talking on the phone to your mom? You fucking, what is with the guys on this show, dude? Get your hand off your dick, okay? You're talking to Wendy. Yeah, so he's like, mom, this is insane, this drive we're having right now. What's for lunch? So Wendy says something that I feel like she probably says every single day to someone. Like, to someone in her life, she's like, well, I have really nice ham, a turkey, Swiss cheese, and I just made some homemade egg salad. <laughs> In the background, Shep just like rolls his eyes like, oh, God, egg salad, really? And he tells us, I cannot tell you what my problem is with egg salad. It's just, it's slimy, it's cold, it smells. I'm like, oh, my God, are you reading Taylor's diary? You're like, geez, <laughs> back off I of know. egg salad. I have to say, I, I don't disagree. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like I've had some good egg salad. I, I'm not of the salads of the macaronis and potato salads. Egg salad, I don't totally get the appeal. But I also, be, it's, but I will say this: like a shitty potato salad is is better than a shitty egg salad. Like a shitty egg salad. When egg salad goes well, yeah, awry, shitty it goes egg awry. salad, yeah, shitty egg salad can kill you. You know, like so. well, shitty egg salad. Ha- I feel like egg salad has, it's not forgiving. Like it's either gonna be like someone's gonna make it and make it amazing, or it's gonna be like get it away. Much know? like an egg in general, <laughs> eggs are one tricky bitch. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, so it gets right um, to the nature of eggs. Austin's like, love you, uh, love you, mom. Okay, uh, hold on, let me just adjust my nuts. And okay, I'll talk to you later, mom. And Chef's like, whoa, you say I love you to your parents? I never say I love you to my parents. It's weird. <laughs> and then Craig's like, I always say love you bye to like my my brother and sister. That's what I do. So then, like, no we- way, that's weird. They're funding your whole fucking life. You better learn to say I love you. Okay, yes. learn. I mean, learn. I say love you to Amex every time I pay that bill. I'm like, hey, love you, <laughs> love you, thank you. Isn't it <laughs> funny when you accidentally say love you to someone? Does that ever happen? All the time. Have you ever said that to somebody you're dating? Like, okay, bye, thanks for tonight, love you, talk to you later. And then, oh my God, it causes like the worst, <laughs> the worst uh, next two weeks of your life. It's like, why are you so awkward? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not awkward at all. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, at going to, like, John Barjus, be like, thanks so much, bye, I love you, and be like, wait, I mean, sorry. Um, so then, uh, now we, by the way, now we get an insight into what a horrific teenager Austin was. In case, I mean, we all knew he was a horrific teenager, but now we get to hear the actual story. So he's, like, driving through his old neighborhood, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, over here? I was racing a friend home from lacrosse practice one time, and this driveway wasn't, I know, you can just end the sentence there. Just end the sentence there. <laughs> but he's like... He's like, yeah, and this driveway wasn't built. So, and so to beat him, I like cut through this yard over here. It's insane. Like right here, but I didn't beat him. Shep's like, <laughs> uh, why am I not surprised you didn't beat him? But of course, Austin is that kid who races back from lacrosse practice and drives across your yard in some stupid suburban race. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I was really racing towards Cotillion. Oh, let me tell you, that was that was really a rebellious day in my life. Um, so, uh, yeah, Chef's like, no one thought you beat him. <laughs> Don't worry. And Austin's <laughs> like, yeah. And one time, I rolled the house at Halloween, and they caught me. And, like, I used to rollerblade in this cul-de-sac. Like, I was, like, the cul-de-sac rollerblader. And they're like, embarrassing, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> 
Oh God, imagine just Austin just doing like triple luxes in the cul-de-sac. So um, he's like, no, I was a cool rollerblader. I was, ugh. So they walk in and Wendy's like in the kitchen. She's got like the whole deli, the whole deli setup. Cause you know, anytime anyone comes over, she puts out all those meats. She's ready to go, you know? So she's got it all set up and there's egg salad and Chef is like, well, I'm normally not that much of an egg salad person, but I'll give it a try. So he like takes a bite or whatever. I was like, you know, he, he wanted to puke it up, but he was being very polite. Oh yeah, that Chef, fucking polite. Polite. <laughs> so Craig is, you know, immediately putting everything in his mouth and Wendy's like, so what do you want on your sandwich? Turkey? Yeah, do turkey. You can jazz it up. I'm like, oh, yes, Wendy, jazz it up. Wendy. I love that. Jazz it up with some Dijonese. It's kind of like Dijon and mayonnaise mixed together. You ever had a spicy pickle? You got another thing coming, boyfriend. Have a seat. We're going to jazz up this sandwich. Hit it, you boys. put Thousand Island on a sandwich. Mom, that's crazy. You can't put islands on a sandwich. She's insane right now. <laughs> so Austin talks about how there were good times in the house, but there were also dark times. And um, it's really dark, you know, because his sister, when they were little, uh, died falling off of Shimmy Rock, which we see a clip of him. Oh, God, I've got vape juice all over my fingers. That's such a terrible time to say that to during a tragedy. Yeah. Um, well, it was like a really a bad time, you know, and he was yeah. telling Chelsea about growing up and your your little sister dying and stuff. And it really is sad. And um, what are you going to say? I mean, you're still an asshole, but it's a very sad story. I'm sad for the child sad. version. I, I'm sad for the child version of you. Yeah, I, I actually was like, because I, because this is the person that I am. I like then looked it up on the internet because I was like, I think it's a, it's, it's more of fascinating. Yeah, it's so sad. It's a very sad story. So I'm not gonna. It's, there's not, there's not much, there's nothing more to it. But it, just reading it, I was like, oh, that's sad. But Allison's still an asshole. So then, oh, uh, I thought they you were gonna his, read the story. I was just like, no, I'm gonna no, vape no. and pee. So I'll no, be back. The, the poor girl, she fell off. Yeah. So. um so then uh, they find Austin's old poetry binder, and Shep reads out one of his po- poems. Pistachio ice cream, grass, trees, leaves, jello, my best green jacket, lying in the snow, and smelly cheese. Gosh, it's like a regular Joyce Carol Oates over here. Gosh. And Craig's like, okay, I got one. I'm going to read one. Nipples, hairy, frightening, scary, couldn't. Come on phone with mom. Hey, that's for my that's for my current notebook. Give me give me that back. Give me that back. Go through my fucking pockets, Craig. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. So then we go over to Vanita, who's at home with her dog Charles. I feel like she's trying to make Charles happen. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not ready. I, I feel like I'm at my limit with the dogs. On Are Bravo. you? Bueller's not even in here today. He sensed that about you. He was not even going to come in for this recap today. I'm open to like dogs on Bravo, but I feel like I can only see so many of the same type of kind of like small dog, you know? You need dog variety. I do. I need like, isn't there like a really good new Bravo pet right now? There's some pet that's happening right now that I really like. Isn't there a pet that we're like, the goat? Miss Goat. Miss Goat. Miss Goat. Yeah. Thank like you. Like you need a goat. Miss Goat. <laughs> but Vanita's one of those persons, one of those persons. Vanita's one of those people like with a dog, but then also a coffee cup shaped like the dog's head and that she drinks yeah. out of. Which is kind know? of fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is fucked up. 
she's like, only till I can replace it with the real thing. It's like, run, Charles, run! <laughs> so Benita's puttering around her house, her perfectly organized house, and uh, and she calls Olivia, and uh, they're like talking about like we're gonna they're gonna like try to have a conversation to kind of like figure things out because you know we got on the wrong foot, you know all that stuff. So Olivia's like, well, I would the thing about that party is that um. I would rather have not been invited to the garden party than to go somewhere where I felt like people didn't want me to be there. And yet so. here you are in my living room. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> and Benita's like, got it. You know, got it. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. But, you know, we have to talk. You want to do it over lunch or coffee? No, you don't have to talk. You guys don't even fucking know each other. What do you need to talk about? This whole thing is ridiculous. So Olivia's like, well, I can do happy hour if you want. And she's like, hold on. Madison's calling. (laughs) Because Madison has the spidey sense to know that she's about to be in some kind of trouble, right? So she'll call Madison back. But Olivia's like, okay, so I'm heard you heard from I'm sure you heard from Madison in that like two seconds that my family is like having a like oysters like shucking party and like I like uh, had initially like told everybody like to come on that guest list, but then like I just think it would be like fake of me to have you here. Oh fuck <laughs> off. That's not even fuck your off. party in your house. It's your pain. You can't even invite somebody to your parents' house. Oh fuck off, Olivia. Here we go with the new person immediately trying to decide who's going to be on the cast in these yeah. cast party shooting things. I'm I'm like not about this at all. And then especially, you know, um, you know, and Vanita's like, listen, I'm, you know, I've never had to deal with something so childish before. Like I'm a Southern girl. You know, if I'm at someone's house, I'm going to keep it cordial, especially someone's parents' house. I'm going to keep it cordial. And like, if there's issues, I'll walk away. You know, she's saying like, this is crazy. And, you know, it is especially crazy because if, if like the whole, if Olivia's whole thing, she doesn't want drama. That's what she says. She doesn't want drama. And of course, this is all stemming from the fact that Vanita dared to say the word, ra- mention racism to, um, to Olivia. And I think the thing that like really, one of the things that really upsets me is that Olivia's basically like, you started to throw around that label racist so easily. Like, you sort of almost like the implication is you were, you're throwing around almost carelessly, and that can do real damage. And therefore, I'm not going to have you at my party because I don't feel comfortable with someone who would do that. And yet, Olivia is totally, it seems to be totally fine with Catherine throwing around something so carelessly doing that does real damage to people. No, and that's no, what no, I hate, no, that no, no. Hold on, hold on now, hold on. Catherine was not throwing around the word racism carefully. She was throwing <laughs> racism around carefully. You know. Carelessly. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a total yeah. double stand. It's like ridiculous. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> now, that all said, bringing up Catherine's shit with Olivia from two years ago is stupid, too. Like, I don't know that Vanita needs to be having this fight. Like, Vanita needs to be, this is her second season, and she needs more than that. She needs more than the, I was brought on to yell at Catherine, or to be mad at Catherine about these text things, so the producers can wash themselves of any guilt for keeping Catherine on the show. Which is kind of why I think she was originally brought on. She needs to wash that off of her and have a new season. And all I'm seeing so far is her trying to bring up this fight with someone who wasn't even involved with that. And play with the dog and drink out of a dog head. So I, I think know, Olivia I mean, I is completely like... in the wrong, but I'm also not, I think Vanita is making a bad choice on this whole thing too. 
Now, I mean, I feel like this sort of like, why does Vanita not get down with Catherine? And like her response is that. And they're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you're bringing that up. Like, why are you talking about racism? You know, I kind of well, feel yeah, like Olivia is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I think Olivia Vanita is like. Olivia is being a, an asshole. Let me, let me try and usual. explain it better because I know I'm going to piss people off. But yes, saying something to Catherine, there's nothing wrong with saying something to Catherine. But having it at this birthday party when everybody's sitting there and then being like, okay, I'm going to talk to you and then I'm going to talk to you. And your thing is about this racism thing that we've already discussed for a season and already ended. I mean, it's just like you need more if you're going to be if you're going to be on a show. <laughs> It has, it has to be more. That's all I'm saying. Well, but I guess what I you more. know what also annoys me is that she's like she's actually made an effort to actually to 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 move past that. She's like, listen, I just want to have a conversation. And then Olivia's like, let's do happy hour, which is actually, you know, if you're not if you're not down with someone, you're not saying, hey, let's do happy hour. Let's talk about it happy hour. You're saying let's do lunch, let's do coffee. But she's like, let's do yeah, happy if you're really hour. Pissed, it's oh, coffee. but also you can't come to my party. Like that's such bullshit. Olivia's an asshole. Yeah, and that whole thing last week of the um, I can't believe you said racism. You didn't even let her finish the sentence. You don't even know what yeah, she was, she was trying say. to get to. A, that's the thing is that I feel like actually Vanita was trying to get to a, a, a larger point, but because it got stopped there. It sort of sounds like she is rehashing, and I feel like she was she was trying to build onto something else. But we'll never know. I mean, you know, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, but uh, you know, I don't. You know, people can give whatever benefits to whatever doubts they want to give to. But that's the benefit of the doubt that I'm giving. Okay. Okay. So anyway, either way, either way, let's focus on the assholery at hand, which is Olivia with this bullshit that she doesn't want drama, and yet she's also inviting Madison the ex of the guy that she's sort of seeing that she claims she's so sick of hearing about to the party with the guy, which to be honest, like I'm, I've always been on Madison's side versus Austin, but this is like, this is kind of weird and shady and bullshit too. Well, Madison's cute little white blonde girl who's very popular and is on the magazine covers. So Olivia wants, of course, wants to be friends with her while she fakes this stupid relationship with her ex-boyfriend to get a job on TV. You know, Olivia's a piece of crap. Well, she also sees who has more personality. Let's be honest. She's like, "Mm, Madison. I'd rather, like, at the end of the day, she realizes there's no future with Austin, but at least she can have a friend in Madison. Right. She's got, like, if she's going to stay on the show, it's going to be as a friend of the girls or as someone who's dating Austin. So, yeah. Because it's certainly not going to be as this weird, stunted child who's having parties with her parents like that's weird i'm sorry it's weird so um madison is like well yeah it's weird because like austin hasn't seen me since i was engaged and you know i'm in my prime and you know my news was on amazon and my news was amazing so i'd hope that he'd be happy for the quick shipping of us you know i'm like okay you can stop making this all about amazon and see there she turned (laughs) on again and vanita's like okay but i've just never not been invited to anything it's kind of weird, you know? And how does this girl not want drama, but she invites Madison? <laughs> yeah. She's right. But what is, it just means that Olivia is full of, full of bullshit. So now we go back to Yeah, and Austin's- as far as, like, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Uh, I've talked about it for 85 minutes so far, but I don't care. Um, as far as all of this goes, you're on a fucking TV show. 
You don't get to just be like, I'm going to have a cast party and not invite the main cast. That is someone who's part of the cast. It's not about your little feelings. And the conversation last week, you have to have that conversation because you're on a TV show. That's how it works, okay? And that's why it makes me so mad with Olivia because it's like she comes right on and automatically starts trying to block somebody from filming. And that Mm -hmm. person was here before you. So cut the crap. Yes, exactly. So uh, now we go to Austin's parents' house, and uh, they're eating the egg salad. And Craig's like, I love the Old Bay and the egg salad. That's an incredible move. <laughs> Craig <here> first. <laughs> loves Old Bay. Okay? <laughs> Fucking loves Old Bay. Do you remember when they went to that oyster thing at his parents' house? He's like, you yeah. know what you do? You put it in a bag with Old Bay. That's what you do. He loves his Old Bay. Sometimes I listen to Crazy in Love on repeat because I love Old Bay. (laughs) (laughs) You should really try putting some Destiny's Child on that. That's that's really the classic egg salad. All right. So So they start moving. and um, I just want to say that... um, yeah, they're gonna start moving, but like, I think the mom says something like, you know, okay, like get your furniture, whatever. And the first thing Austin says is, "I gotta get that bed frame." <laughs> like, that's 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 the priority piece right there, the bed frame. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this headboard is amazing, mom. Okay, <laughs> he gets all this like, I mean, listen, waste not, want not, but. <laughs> But he's like, he's claiming all this furniture that's very kind of like old fashioned, antique kind of, I don't know. It's like country mom <laughs> furniture, you know? Yeah, it's, it's very like, like country home and living. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, oh, God, I love this. I'm just like, can't wait to see the final product at his house, his bachelor pad. Yeah. So then there's a sad segment where they talk about his little sister. And um, I'm not spending time on that because I don't like feeling things, especially for people I don't like. So I'm going to fast forward through that. And then they leave. And as they leave, Austin gets in the U-Haul. And his dad's like, well, bye, son. And he goes, Dad, this is, like, poetic. It's like me pulling out of the house in a U-Haul for the last time. His dad's like, Please go. Uh-huh. Just go. Yeah. Take the ugly bed like, and go. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, God. We finally got rid of that bed frame. Okay, we can take down the for sale sign. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's over. Um, yeah, it was Yeah, it was so poetic, Austin. It was like a regular Goodwill hunting moment. So, yeah. Uh, the mom's like, bye. There he goes. The last chapter in this old bay journey. You threw that shit away, didn't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> the last time I've ever making that damn egg salad. <laughs> So, so then we so get uh, Shep's redemption. I'm, I'm going to take my nieces to ice cream. Gosh. Gosh. Which, by the way, I'm like totally getting ice cream after this because of the stupid scene. So, um, yeah, he takes his nieces, his precocious nieces, uh, to ice cream. And the, the three of them get in, the three girls get in the back seat. And what, they're really cute and they're really smart and funny. One girl's like, I learned how to say, how to spell house today. He's like, Gosh, how do you spell it? H O U S. He's like, and what else? One more. She's like, E. That's right. And guess who builds houses? Architects of your own demise. <laughs> and one of them's like, okay, can you spell amina- anamanapia? Is that how you say it? Anamanapia. I'm not as smart as these children in the back seat, by the way. I just like <laughs> to get that uh, out there. I don't claim to be. Because I tried to spell it and I couldn't. I tried to spell it five it's times and I just keep getting the red line under the word. So. It's a hard one to spell, to be honest. Like the, the version that I wrote down, like 
the spell check is like mm, can't help you there <laughs> i know there's like some weird like po like a, there's a weird like a e o or something oh, yeah i don't oh, like yeah. it mm-hmm. uh so chef's like how do you guys know all this stuff and they're like we got it school he's like yeah i went to school i got kicked out of there a couple of times I like that the girl goes, yeah, we go to school and we actually pay attention. So, <laughs> so meanwhile, Taylor. Their Taylor, mother raises them with zero respect for Shep. Your yeah. uncle's coming. Don't let him wear off on you. He's a goddamn moron. Didn't pay attention to school and got kicked out. Have fun. Try to teach him something. <laughs> Don't let him eat with the used spoons again. You really so, want to see a vein pop out of an old forehead? Try and make him spell Eminem Pia. Eminem Pia. Eminem Pia. Eminem Pia So, uh, so then Taylor, meanwhile, she, uh, she walks little Craig over to Olivia's parents' house and they like sit there to have like some chat. And Olivia's talking about how she had her first one on one date with Austin. And Taylor goes, did you guys define your relationship? I'm like, Taylor, it was the first date. What are you talking about? Define your relationship. Gosh. That's all these people Gosh. care about. It makes me fucking crazy. Get a hobby. Your whole life should not be about like, who's going to marry me? Is he committed to me? You're all dating fucking idiot fuck boys you met in bars that smell like fucking bar rot. Okay. And have probably done coke like five days of the week with these guys. These are not the people to marry. Either one yeah. of them. Yeah, exactly. God, defining, defining relationship. They were eating, what were they called again? Tachos. Okay, There's no, no conversation over tacho goes to the place of defining relationship. Okay, jeez, read a book. My God, have you, you know, have you done Pilates lately? There's a conversation. You know, have you ever tried finger painting? There's a conversation. <laughs> what are your thoughts on existentialism? <laughs> what do you think about Old Bay and egg salad? <laughs> Wow, that's that's a power move. So, uh, so Taylor is like, basically, they start talking about like um, Olivia's asking if Taylor and Shepard are on the same page of the future, and Taylor's like, no. And he's even said, I don't think marriage is in the cards, and I don't see myself burping a baby at three in the morning. Leave him, Taylor. Leave, like, there, you just got your answer for what to do with the next step for your relationship. Leave this man. Oh, yes. May cause choking and death, and you're, like, swallowing the Drano, you know? It's like <laughs> if you put, like, a little umbrella a little umbrella in the Drano tube to drink it comfortably. Yeah. Um, so she's like, yeah, I just wish it was some 30-year-old guy, like, who couldn't find himself. But, like, he's 40-something, and, you know, I just, I just don't know. And I see his siblings all do it, so I'm like, why can't you do it, too? And I have to say, Taylor it makes me crazy because she's— wanting something from Shep of all people. It's like, raise your goals, you know? Um, But also, God, she is a stunner in this uh, diary room session. I was like, she deserves someone that actually like appreciates her. And I feel feel bad for her. Well, first of all, they broke up in real life. So that's good. But like, I feel bad that she's hanging around for so long because I feel bad for people who have 
who think they're going to like fix or change these 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 broken vessels. Yeah, you know? I just project because I've done it so many times. You know, I'm like, oh, nothing's going to change. Run! You need to fix something. Start learning how to grout tile. You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor and uh, Caleb can uh, have a home home reno show together. Yes, you know, you can't fix them in, but you sure can fix a bathroom. You know, mm-hmm. so that then should be the Shep- name of the show. Can't yeah, fix it's, the man. it's just like way too long. Can't fix the man, <laughs> but you can fix a dot dot dot. Coming up today on CFTM B Y C F B. Why didn't anybody ever tweet at us? We can't remember the hashtag. It's too long. It's, it's easier to spell onomatopoia. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. I'm going to say that 20 times. Onomatopoeia. Is it an animal? Is it an animal? Onomatopoeia. Bam. What is it? What? Wait, what is it? What is it? Onomatopoeia is like a, it's like bam or bang. It's it's a word that like sounds like it is. (laughs) Bam, blam, poop, poof. Oh, okay. You know, like, it's like the word is, the word is its sound. The sound that makes is the word. It's Okay. Okay, now I gotta look up the actual definition, because there's probably (laughs) someone out there in a tweed jacket being like, actually, the definition of onomatopoeia (laughs) is an armadillo that wears a top hat. (laughs) (laughs) Onomatopoeia. Okay, there's no, okay. Uh, onomatopoeia, the naming of a thing or action by vocal imitation of the sound associated with it, such as buzz, hiss, or garsh. Garsh. <laughs> okay, so speaking of garsh, we go to Shep at the ice cream store with his kid, his nieces, and he's like, oh, the kids are like, can I please have a chocolate chip? Thank you. Thank you, and please, I'm just going to add another please there for fun. God, that felt good. May I please have a chocolate Please, thank you. Um, and then it gets to Shep. He's like, "I want one of those, damn it, stupid bitch!" <laughs> like, God, why are the kids the only people with the manners? You know? Yeah. And so he's like, "Guys, I'm gonna try this mint chocolate chip right now." And he reaches into the used spoons, and the girls are like, "Um, you're using the used spoons." <laughs> and he's like, "Gosh!" And he like puts it back, and and she's like, "Um, it's in big." Old black letters, Uncle. <laughs> oh, so they start talking. They ask him if he got good grades. And he's like, oh, I did. But the comments I got from my teachers were really funny. One teacher's comment said, please don't send this guy to school anymore until he gets real teeth. It's not safe to eat apples with wooden teeth. And then another teacher said, whoa, gosh, Shep thinks he can get through on charm alone. Dot, dot, dot. He doesn't have that much. <laughs> oh, and this other teacher said the year was 1962 and the Mekong Delta was becoming a hotbed of activity. Oh, wait, sorry, that was from the Vietnam War, a documentary in nine parts by Ken Burns. No. So he's like, guys, I'm not perfect. And thank God for the mother raising these little girls. Because one of them goes, is that your excuse for everything? I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. They're like, okay, well, uh, we, find, we found the new camera and just Shep's niece. That next episode, she's going to show up and be like, Shepard, are you selling down yet? <laughs> Gosh, you're not even out of fourth grade yet. 
Because that is the ultimate fuckboy thing to say. I'm not perfect. And I'm so glad these little women are armed with that already. Like, is progress. that just your excuse for everything? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Those girls are set. They're, they're going to be great. And I, 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 fingers crossed, they're not going to try to fix any man in their life. They'll just know what they want. And they will, when they, someone doesn't live up to their standards, they will just move on. That's yes. my hope for them. <sighs> so he's like, well, it's a good excuse, you know. And my problem was always that I just waited till the last second to do everything. And I would put everything off. And one, one of them's like, um, you can change that, you know. <laughs> He goes, I'm too old to change. And she goes, well, you could have. <laughs> She's like, I'm going from inspiration to guilt. So <laughs> It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So now back to Taylor. Uh, Taylor is talking to Olivia. And she goes, you know, Shep makes me very happy. But my trust, like a whale, was breached. And Olivia's like, well, you know, it's funny because it's Saturday when we were in halls. You know, you saw someone. And she goes, yeah, it was that girl that he made out with. I just see her and I'm triggered. Well, wait till you find out how many people he's been fucking. Because Craig made it sound like he's been, that penis has been all over the place. So you're mm -hmm. not going to be able to go out in public soon. You're not going to be able to go get a glue gun at the Hobby Lobby before you know it. <laughs> Dump this man. Dump him. So she's like, I'm not a jealous person unless you cross me. And she said, you know, if that ever happens again, you know what I'd say? I'd say, Shep, I am sorry for you. I am sorry for the person who you are. And Olivia's like, good for you. You go, girl. And you're hypothetical, which you haven't done yet. <laughs> I know. So I feel like so she could she potentially feels sorry for who the person Shep is deep down inside, but she doesn't feel sorry for that person just yet. Right. I'm like, that's still you the have same to go person. past that. You have to get to that <laughs> threshold. You know, she doesn't quite feel sorry for who he is deep down inside. But if yet. he cheats on me six times, oh, then we're gonna have a real problem. So then we now it's time for the oyster party and uh, Olivia's mom Robin is uh, she's got her cocktail in hand and she of course is just she's overseeing everything in like this very chirpy way but you know she's like totally you know like a secret monster she's like oh look how beautiful oh hi oh look up hey bartender I heard good, such good things about you from Nico's party and oh does this table get sun right here what if we want to tuck it back in should we tuck it back in a little bit just tuck it right in yeah okay good now it's out of the sun okay good are they supposed to make cushions on that couch oh that's fun I'm not really sure what are you serving me right now we got good recommendations from Naomi since they use their you at her party, so hopefully you're as good. Now, what a ginger. All right, I got it. Ginger, cranberry, piccadilly. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's like she's judging the drink. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And then she starts, you know, swilling the oysters and stuff. It's like her first experience with a Bravo paid for party. You know, she's like, I can eat this too. Did we ever find out again about those cushions? I know I just asked about two minutes ago. I think I'll tell them. I think I'll tell them about the cushions. They're missing. Okay. Uh, and Olivia's like, my mom is like the perfect host. Like, like she hosts like Christmas, Easter, Independence Day, anything Jesus is involved in, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So then um, now everyone's getting ready for the party, which means we get to see Austin uh, shirtless, shaving, which is great. 
And then Pringle trying on a shirt. He's like, oh, well, uh, I guess we're on episode six or seven, so I should put on a new shirt. So the same stinky one I've been wearing around town. And I like that he like plays with his nipples in it, and he's like, that's not going to work. And changes it. It's like it doesn't work for his nipples. It's like this guy, see, if this guy wasn't so troubled, he would be main cast. That's what yeah. I need from this cast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Taylor and Shep are, are going to be wear, are wearing like matching lemon outfits. And Taylor's like, uh, Taylor's asking Shep if, if he likes her dress. And he goes, oh, you're kind of a lemon. Because a lemon's a car that you want to return. Because it's broken. She's like, how? Oh. Yeah, but a lot of lemons are turn, just turn out to be things you just don't know how to drive right. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, lemonade, I think at this point, does qualify it as Old Bay. So, <laughs> as of actually literally today, it is now officially Old Bay. <laughs> is there fairly recent bay in this egg salad? <laughs> is there a new bay? You won't break my soul. <laughs> uh, so poor, they're like, oh my God, look, look at the mom's asking about cushions. Pringles playing with his nipples. There's a party going. It's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and it just shows Vanita at home. Like, Charles, you want to watch me open blocker packages? Okay. <laughs> By the way, I did want to say one thing going all the way back to the other Vanita scene. When Olivia, when she spoke with Olivia on the phone, she was like, oh yeah, I'm just here with Charles. I'm like, Olivia doesn't know who Charles is. What are you talking about? Stop trying to make Charles a thing. <laughs> Retroactive anger. Talking to a person with a dog. <laughs> no, I say but we, like, meaning me and my dog. I'm like, oh, we're fine. We're fine. Don't worry about us. And they're like, but uh, like you give are context. you married, sir? Nope. If, if you were... If you were talking to Olivia for the first time, you would say, oh, I'm just here with my dog, Bueller. You don't say, I'm here with Bueller. Do you? Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out on that in my own personality. I just see. felt like Benita was really pushing a Charles, you know, a Charles thing, and I, I, I'm not totally there for it. <laughs> You're not up with Chuck. So, no. Vanita, yeah, opening packages, bless her. It's like all she gets mm -hmm. to do. And then we go to Caleb and Catherine in the car, who I guess they're back together now. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't wait to get oysters. And she's like, me too. It's that season, isn't it? <laughs> you know, by the way, last week I had a rant about um, Alice in Wonderland. And I just want to add that as part of that movie is a totally bizarre story that makes no, it doesn't have anything to do with anything else about a bunch of oysters they get eaten by a walrus, and the walrus is like sidekick. And it's like a bunch of baby oysters, and the mama oyster is like, don't follow that walrus. And they're like, no, we're going to follow the walrus. And they all get eaten and killed. And there's no outcome. It has no impact on the. It's just like a fucked up oyster story in the middle of that movie. Yeah, that movie they're is like, crazy. Hey, but the whole thing can't be about some hooker who robs everybody, <laughs> goes into places where she's not invited. We also need a family slaughter. Can we get that in there? Can we do that? Okay. It was like, it was like this is like the, the Euphoria High School of oysters or something. They're like, <laughs> let's have like bad make bad decisions. <laughs> Uh, so, um, clip. We see a clip of them having dinner and him saying, "I just, I want to come back home." And she's like, Rawr. "Um." So can't can't believe they cut that scene. 
Um, so then Catherine's like, you know, basically they're just like Slim Pickens and Charleston, and this is like the closest thing to a relationship I've found. So I guess I'm going to just keep him. <laughs> wow. Could so you write sad. that down to use as your wedding vows? That is <laughs> I know. the romance. It's just. I- should we submit this to the Charleston Tourism <laughs> Board? Come to Charleston and have your lo- standards lowered. <laughs> so then Pringle Pringle shows up at the party. And he, of course, like he goes directly to the cocktails, like the greeting cocktails. Like, oh, uh, am I supposed to take one of these? I, I guess I'll take one. I, I heard there's some uh, some cocktails around. I guess you might take two or three, maybe, just so I don't have to walk back here. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> remember you we made it somebody's birthday and he goes i heard (laughs) (laughs) i was just taking pilates across the street and i saw this lady here standing with cocktails i thought come on over yeah, someone told me I'd met you. I hope that went well. All right. Do you know if there's a tap here and where what direction I could take that into? Got a roadie to wait in line, so So then um Marcy and John arrive. Which fucking is Marcy, I can't. Okay. Yes, Marcy, you're fucking pregnant. Okay, what's the first thing she does? She walks in and goes, Yeah, that girl offered me an oyster shooter and a shot. And I said two things I can't have because I'm pregnant. Yes, Marcy, we s- <laughs> And then they offered me a ham and cheese sandwich. Strike three. So then um so now Shep and Taylor arrive in their lemon outfits and Shep's like, We look like geeks. And um uh there's just like a lot of people showing up, etc. And uh and Catherine hugs Catherine's there, she's hugging Olivia, and Olivia's like well, I guess I'm not really surprised. I know she can go back and forth with her thoughts and opinions on things, and Caleb being one of them. Zing. Yeah, during this Olivia thing, I wrote, nothing's ever going to happen on this show again. Like, is, is, <laughs> like, is this like the credits just keep rolling at the end of the movie, and you keep waiting for something <laughs> to happen? But then they're like, nope, we really didn't have anything. We just wanted to keep the credits rolling, so we just showed people talking. <laughs> Without yeah. sound, you know? Uh, so, yeah, Olivia's like, yeah, oh, gosh, I guess I better say hi to Austin and, like, his doofy, like, pants like. And Austin's like, oh, yeah, well, me and Shep are making statements. So you can see that because I've got, like, on salmon pants. So I don't know if anybody can see that. And then Craig walks in with the sweater on his shoulders. And he's like, yeah, yeah like, I'm crappy today. So that's what I'm doing. And then Robin sees Shep in his lemon outfit. And she goes, Ship. Oh, I'll have a lemonade. Get it? Because you're wearing lemons. <laughs> lemons that make lemonade. You know that expression when life gives you lemons? Now, how does the rest of that go again? Okay, I'm going to go find those cushions. <laughs> so Pringle's telling Austin, oh, Hey, Mr. Pink Pants, you got a big swinging dick in those pants, don't you? And he's like, Oh, I made a choice. I, I made a choice. So I stuck to it. All right. Prickles, well, the invitation said dress like an asshole, and you said, by God, I am going to do that. Anyone want a refill? I'm just going to hit the bar over there. <laughs> so then Leva shows up with her husband. That dispelled the rumors that were being spread by you, Ben. <laughs> the rumors that I, I created. <laughs> that I created, sorry. So he's still there. Uh, so they come, and um, we find out that Chef loves Mignonette. So that's something. <laughs> it's an action-packed show today, guys. We were actually going to name Olivia Mignonette, but we decided Olivia at the last second. <laughs> and then um, 
we figured Mindy that has both the word man and no in it. And that was just bad luck. Uh, then so, we go back to Pringle, and he's like, oh, so I didn't get an invite to Charlotte. What's up with that, Austin? And Austin's like, no. <laughs> you know what I like about uh, uh, Pringle? I like that you can tell that, like, very thinly – he, he – does not like Austin, right? Like he, I think last season they had like some friction, but like Pringle clearly thinks Austin is like a piece of shit, and it's so thinly veiled, and I kind of love it. I kind of love Pringle's kind of like alpha male uh, condescension towards towards Austin, and how Austin doesn't quite get it. That's just like it makes me. It's like very satisfying to me. Yeah. Pringle's like, I didn't do anything today but make a sign that says, we'll work for beer, and I'm still better than you. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so then Madison arrives, and then the music is like, all of a sudden, like, Christopher Nolan's like, <laughs> they, they, they do that. They do the movie. <laughs> it's like Inception. It's like, hey, Charleston is upside down. <laughs> Gosh, this hallway's rotating. Uh, I just had a family oysters. <laughs> so Austin is immediately bothered. You know, he is just so like twitching and, uh, uh, and his mouth is, you know, giving a monologue that uh, his <laughs> tongue won't agree with. And Madison <laughs> says hi to Pringle and stuff. And he's like, I just wanted to say congratulations on marrying, you know, getting getting married soon on Amazon, too. That is something. That is something. And Austin's like, <laughs> he's got a hair stuck on his tongue. <laughs> so he's like trying to ignore her and everything. So he's like, he's like making conversation with Catherine. He's like, oh, uh, so what insane things have you been up to this week? She's like, well, Caleb and I got back together and, you know, it happened like yesterday and it was actually really good because, and she's like sharing actually something personal in her life and he's just not listening at all. He's just like he's just staring just across the staring. room at, at Madison. And um, so Austin's like, uh, yeah. So Austin goes to the bar to get a drink and Madison's there and he goes, oh, I'm just going to make my drink and make my exit. How about that? I'm just going to get a drink and make my exit. And she's like, wow, why did you make it, make it awkward, Austin? And Catherine's like, yeah, you really made it awkward right now. God. And then Austin just like walks away. He goes, whatever. He goes, why is Madison here? Okay. After all the shit that I've said to Olivia, why would you invite this person around? Like you're going to be, you're not going to be friends with my ex. Now I'm like, okay, this is like one of those things where like you guys are both just sort of assholes. Because if if Olivia was truly interested in Austin, it is a weird move to invite his ex who he still can't get over. But at the same time, Austin, you've talked about her so much. Olivia's probably just not that interested in you anymore. I would just rather have Madison there because she's more fun. So shut up. <laughs> That's, yeah. In conclusion, shut up. Yes. And again, it goes back to shooting things. It's like he's mad that Olivia is keeping this girl on the show when he's not dating the girl, giving her the right to be on the show. You know, he's such an asshole. So Shep is like, uh, oh, look at me stepping in the pool with my shoes. Whoa, my shoes are waterproof. Get the fuck out of that pool. Okay. I don't even <laughs> like this lady. But don't put your dirty ass shoes in her pool. Get out of there. Yeah. So then, well, he he has a whole job. He goes, they're waterproof. Actually, I'm waterproof, too. I'm going to pretend like I'm jumping in. Just kidding. 
So then Whitney and Patricia arrive. Patricia's like, where's the bar in this tiny hovel of a home, right? God, it's so nice to be with the poors. <laughs> wow. Talk about a Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> when was the last shelling, Whitney? <laughs> so uh, they come over and everybody's hugging. And Naomi, uh, Naomi and Whitney are talking to Craig. And Naomi's like, you look nautical. And he's like, yeah, same to you. Okay, do you goes, know what nautical means? <laughs> <laughs> it means you're not an iCal calendar. So then... Uh, <laughs> Nautical. No, it's not what that. It's not what nautical is, Craig. You look very Zantrope. So Whitney's like, uh, so are you? Uh, are you? Uh, are you supposed to be like Nantucket or uh, Martha's Vineyard? It's like, what's, what's going on with you? He goes, What should I be? <laughs> Chad Tucket. Chad Tucket. Because <laughs> you look like your name, Chad, and you might be one in Nantucket, but you don't look like your name is actually Nan. So you're just like Chad Tuckett. Chad Tuckett, mother. Mother, did you hear that I joke about Chad Tuckett? Yes, Whitney. I thought it sounded very funny. Very funny. <laughs> so um, Naomi's walking around looking all gorgeous. And Catherine's like, oh, God, I think I just heard Whitney. I'm, like, surprised Olivia invited Naomi. And she tells us, I just think Naomi looks happy as a clam bitch. But she does look nice. And her nose is fine. And she has a great tan all the time, and I don't. <laughs> it's like a weird spiral. It's like a semi-spiral. It's like a light spiral. It's like a casual, like a, like a. A very small spiral staircase. <laughs> yeah. And then the editors put in a good, it's like they wait a beat and then they go, self-diss, self-diss. So then Caleb's talking to this lady. This, the, she's like a, sort of like a middle-aged lady. And he goes, hey, I'm Caleb. Nice to meet you. It's spelled like ch-ch-leb. And she goes, oh, chaleb, c'est bon. He goes, Yeah. It means bread and well, which is already. First of all, I'm already like amused because this is before I know Aunt Caleb's an asshole. So I'm just like amused that he just like strike up a conversation with like Sue. You know, she's like, oh, "Hi, I'm Sue over at the at the hors d'oeuvres," and she's like, "Oh, say bon." And he goes, "Actually, it means bread in Russian." She goes, "Oh, huh? Where are you from? Mount Pleasant." Oh. <laughs> They start cracking up. So then Craig goes up to Madison and he gives her a kiss and she's like, Oh, we're kissing now. And he's like, I don't know. I just feel like back to my college roots. Like, look at me. Like, I haven't dressed preppy in a long time. She goes, Yeah, well, now you have a good girl who knows how to dress you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is all me. And I like to impress her. I even paid a half off for this. I think. No, I paid full price. Hold on a second. I'm getting a phone call. Craig, did you just say to someone that you paid full price for something? Because I can hear that all the way up in New York. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Craig, you've owned those pants for seven seasons. Who, who do you think you're kidding? We, this is a visual show. We can see you. Um, I know. I love, I love Craig declaring that he hasn't dressed preppy in a, such a long time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You know, uh, yesterday I wore boat shoes and a sweater over my shoulders <laughs> and, a, and a polo shirt, but I was wearing jeans, so it was basically grunge. 
So Austin is now talking to Naomi, and she's like, "What's wrong, Austin?" And he's like, "Olivia invited my ex. I mean, what, 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 what? What am I supposed to go congratulate her? I got no. She shouldn't be here, anyways. Like, what, what the fuck?" <laughs> she's like, well, "By the way, the answer is yes. You should go congratulate her, you asshole." And Naomi's like, "Um, at my house, you guys were cool. You're traumatized." <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, look, it's going to suck for a little while, and then it's going to be over, okay? And, uh, it's like Whitney, sex with you. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. You're going to have to helicopter it for a little while. It'll barely get inside of you. It'll somehow splooge, and then it'll be over. Okay. <laughs> so then Whitney and Patricia are making small talk with Olivia's parents, and Patricia's... Uh, they're like, you know, so how long you like, you know, the the, the the dad's like, we love it here. And she's like, what's not to like? Hurricanes. Are you from here? Oh, I lived in New York for so many, many, many years. And when I moved down here, all my friends said hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes, tidal waves, Holes, vortexes to, to hell that open up under Main Street, Thomas Ravenel. But of course, now the two major earthquakes hit New York City, and I look like I'm a genius. <laughs> They're all coming down here. <laughs> So then Austin is talking to Taylor, and uh, they're talking about this little dog, this cute little teacup dog that's walking around. And Austin's like, look at that pot-bellied pig dog. Like, that dog's got a big dick. And she's like, um, that's a nipple. That is a girl dog. And they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you mind, I, mind if I suck the two penises on your breast? Nipples. Naples, Austin. <laughs> God. So now Craig and Pringle and Marcy are all talking, and Craig's like, well, like, I didn't think that Olivia was friends with Madison. Why is Madison here? And Pringle's like, uh, Austin, I heard you haven't congratulated on her uh, her on her engagement, and you know what, buddy? I think you should. I think you, I think you should, buddy. And Craig goes, did she ever apologize to what she did to Austin? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like so ridiculous. And Kathy goes, it doesn't matter. Just be the bigger person like I am every episode of this show. <laughs> It'll make you feel so much better. And Marcy's like, you don't have to just, you don't have to say, just say like congratulations and then walk away or waddle if you're like me because I'm pregnant. Guys, <laughs> crazy. So Austin then tells us, the fact of the matter is, there were real feelings there. And when she got engaged, it really hit me, and it really hurt. And I didn't think it would hurt so much. I'm like, well, congratulations that you're hurt. But it's not about you, actually. It's about that she found someone that she wants to be married to. So congratulate her like a, like a, like a grown-up. Yes. Um, so they just keep cutting to Olivia and Madison talking, and they're so funny because it's just first it's like them, like, hi, you look cute, you look cute. Oh my God, you're cute too. And it's like combing, finger combing each other's hair, like, oh my God, look at your hair. It's like sitting, Olivia sitting on Madison's lap. I was like, wow, <laughs> you guys are really going all the way uh, yeah. for this let's enrage Austin moment. Yeah. And Austin's like, the fact that Madison didn't. Give a shit enough to tell me that she was getting engaged. It felt like a big final fuck you. Now, didn't Madison uh -huh. say that she did say tell him and that he was like, you could do better? 
Or was that not about the engagement? No, I don't think it was about the engagement. But I love that he considers that a fuck you. But he doesn't consider her going on Amazon, the shopping network, to literally <laughs> say he's the least important person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. I forgot about that. <laughs> was it not the literal fuck you um, that was <laughs> the biggest fuck you? <laughs> so there's funny. no one else I want to think about in my life. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, Amazon, I hope you enjoyed all the scarves I showed you. If you ever want to strangle somebody with it or hang them from a bridge, just picture Austin like I do. Every time I roast a marshmallow or start something on fire. Or imagine people's cars, you know, falling into volcanoes. (laughs) Oh, uh, they said that would happen in Charleston. But guess what? (laughs) Happened in New York instead. (laughs) Uh, So... Let's see. So now Leva, this is so boring. Why are we talking about so Madison's like party? Oh my god! But I can't help it. I can't help it. It's okay, Ronnie. It's okay. Madison's like so. Olivia, I know you invited Vanita, and Olivia's like, no, I didn't invite her in the first place, so it wasn't an uninvited. And so she's like, I just. You know, I didn't want to be fake. I want, by the way, girl, you look so good. You look so great. You too. I, you are so, you look so, I'm so glad you're here. You, I'm so glad to be here. Anyway, like I was saying, I just didn't want to be fake. You're such an asshole, Olivia. You are such an asshole. You are such a fake asshole. Over here, kissing ass to the famous one, you know, to get yeah. on TV and then pretending to date somebody to get on TV, but won't be nice to the only uh, person of color on TV. You're an asshole. Yeah. Yep. So um, she's so Leva's like, well, I mean, it's not like you guys have this big history. I mean, it can be resolved. And Pringle's like, uh, hey, it's me, Pringle, here to lighten the mood. Just wanting everyone to know there is a tap. There's a tap right <laughs> over there. Like, that's a garden hose, Pringle. Oh, well, so be it. So then, meanwhile, uh, Austin and Craig decide they're going to shotgun a beer. And so uh, they're like working, they're gonna like do the shotgunning. They're gonna like, Austin's gonna like use a fork to jam into it. So, like, I guess Craig has given him a fork, and Austin's like, dude, there's food on this fork, which is kind of funny that we have uh, dirty utensils is like an ongoing theme for this episode. Yeah, you're right. Like the spoon, the spoon bucket, not the fork bucket. Yeah. Um, so they're shotgunning beers because um, it's Southern Exciting. charm. Like, what else would they do? Yeah. Um, so then the girls have a shot and the guys have a shot and the guys are all burping after their shots. So then um, the dad is talking to Catherine, like, how are the kids, honey? And she's like, oh, great. They've gotten huge. Uh, and then uh, their dad still has camel toe. Or, uh, what do you call it? Moose knuckle. <laughs> moose tra- their dad moose still knuckle. has a moose knuckle. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. So Austin, I want, he wants to talk to Olivia about what the fuck is going on. So... Um, so uh, Austin is like, Olivia, are you leaving? Which is a weird thing to say because it's her party. She goes, no. He goes, let's talk. Like, what the hell? With Madison? I'm like sitting here watching the five of y'all be like, ha, 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 ha. Like, oh my gosh. I felt slighted. Like, what the fuck is she doing here? I'm like, okay. So Olivia, okay. Olivia, it is, it is fucked up that Olivia invited Madison. But it's also fucked up the way Austin is talking to Olivia right now because at the end of the day, she gets to invite whoever she wants, even if it is, if, even if she is doing something shady. Yes, and she's like, "Why do you care?" And he's like, uh, "No one I'm friends, no one is going to be friends with my ex. Like, no one I'm with is going to be friends with my ex." You just told her you didn't want to be with her after you spent an hour and a half bitching about Madison to her on your yeah. date. 
okay? Yeah. And so she says that to him, basically. And she's like, oh, my God, we're not even friends. Like, that's where we, like, disconnect. Like, I don't know what part of finger combing her hair, telling her I love her, <laughs> and sitting on her lap made you think that, Austin. I just don't want to be fake. I just don't want to be fake. But she's not my friend. Yeah. Um, and so, so she tells us, she's like, you know, like, inviting Madison is just like the kind Southern thing to do with other white people. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was at her party, so she's at my party. It's not like we have things in common, or just one. We're white. <laughs> We're white Austin, ladies. well, that's two. That's two. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Because, uh, by the way, you were also at Vanita's party, by the way. So Olivia is like, I'm just waiting for the day when you don't care about Madison. Okay, let me know when that happens, because I cannot stand how present she is in our conversations. If you think about our date night, we went through appetizer, entree, talking about that shit. We went from tot shows to tot steaks, okay? <laughs> talking about her. <laughs> to to uh, tot Sundays, okay? <laughs> tot days, talking about that shit. I was like, you guys had a three-course meal and had to listen to madison that entire time and did austin make you split the check because i know that he, did. he probably did so yeah <laughs> uh, so olivia's like well we are going to see each other and have conversations so you need to figure that out so she's like he's not going to tell me who to invite to my parents party <laughs> that's not gonna fly so now madison's leaving Boom! and then uh <laughs> Austin goes up to Craig. He's like, God, Olivia's driving me crazy. Now she's like, BFFs with Madison. She's like, hey, guys, let's just like force to pretend like everything's okay. And Craig's like, yeah, but this is that's like the mind fuck of Charleston. Thanks for having me. Uh, no other city, like, no other city is like this where there's like X's everywhere. Really? You you don't think? You think Charleston is the only place where people date and break up and then see each other again? It's so fucking weird. It's a never-ending circle of misery. <laughs> when you fuck the whole town, it is. Like, yeah. when you spend this much time going to fuck literally every person on the same street every night of your lives, that's just how it is, okay? Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. By the way, we sh I, I think that Olivia somewhere in here mentioned that, like, Another reason why Austin is so such like a douchebag is because he spent all this time just saying how he wants to take it slow, and then he's at the same time trying to tell her who she can invite to her party. So, like, point to Olivia on that one. So then now, so now Caleb and Naomi are hugging, and um, just like they're just like talking. Oh, and here we go. Here okay, we go. Yeah. Everything seems finally. Fine at first. Something happens in this episode, and I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Now that like now like everything seems, seems fine and and Caleb has we find out Caleb has known Naomi actually longer than he's known Catherine okay and he goes but Catherine holds grudges and since I'm her man I have to hold her grudges too so like okay whatever fine yeah if Catherine's not happy with someone then I shouldn't talk to him and this is my this was my first clue that well not my first but today my first clue today that he's totally full of it he's like. Yeah, then I shouldn't be talking to them. But I don't know. She has problems with everybody. And then he does this, like, innocent look off to the side and just, like, gazes at nothing. I was like, oh, this guy's full of it. Mm -hmm. So Naomi's like, so how are you and Catherine doing? And he's like, well, it's really hard to, like, talk about that. I don't know that I should talk about that. So now Catherine is talking to Pringle, and they're kind of watching this go on. And she's like, why is Caleb talking to her? We don't 
like each other. And he goes, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Hey, do we know if they're going to get a new keg for that tap? Uh, just kind of just doing foam right now. No, so then seriously, we do not like each other. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, I'm not good at drama at a party. And she's like, me neither. I hate drama. <laughs> Meanwhile, her eyes are like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she's like dressed like she's in Phantom of the Opera. So yeah, she's uh, like, I hate drama. Do you know what I love? The music of the night. <laughs> she's like, cue the chandelier. <laughs> okay, so Caleb is like, Caleb's telling Naomi, like, the conversations are just, they're only about drama. And so Naomi's like, well, are you feeling overwhelmed? He goes, yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, she's like, she's like deeper than what I am. Like, I'm not a shallow person. I'm a simple person. And all my friends are simple. And we just don't do the drama thing. Like, I don't know, when you live with someone and then you just walk out for five days and don't tell them where you are. I don't do drama. So when she comes home and talks about drama stuff, I listen to like a certain extent. And then I just like turn on ESPN and tune her out. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think being around her is just like, I don't know. I don't know. She goes, so then why are you with her? And he's like, cause it's my girl. She's like, uh, she's telling us, is this a cry for help? Like, what am I supposed to say in this moment? Leave her? Am I supposed to give him advice? Like, what the hell? So she tells him, you're a good person, and you're having these feelings for a reason. And he's like, yeah, but, like, that's a relationship, right? She goes, no, it's not. He goes, yeah, well, I'm sure you and Matul went through stuff. And she goes, um, no. When I started feeling like that, we broke up because we didn't need to be together anymore. It's like, uh, and when he cheated on you. And he cheated. And, like, yeah. <laughs> and Let's he just leave that part out. Yeah. So um, so, so then they, like, go to the bar to, to get, like, like, a refill. Don't let Matul off for two seconds. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not the end of it, ma'am. Yeah. So Naomi's like, okay, Caleb, be on, be real, be honest. Like, you don't need to deal with a narcissist like that. Like, that's some and somebody who's so toxic because clearly you know, you know, because because it sounds like Caleb is saying like, this isn't good. And um, and then Catherine is. Meanwhile, Catherine's off the side, being like, Caleb, Caleb, he's ignoring me, Caleb, <laughs> Caleb. He won't even uh, listen to my, my Caleb, name, Caleb. He's ignoring me too. Now look at this. Kale, kale, kale salad's ignoring me too. Everybody. <laughs> hey, chicken, chicken. I love chicken. <laughs> Why am I talking to you? He's still ignoring me. <laughs> so Naomi's like, What are you doing, Caleb? And she's like, he's, He says, I feel like I'm the person here put on this earth that can break her through this shit. That's what I feel like. She's like, okay, you have a savior complex and you're not that person. Nobody can break people out of that. Yeah. And he's like, well, we'll see. She goes, yeah, we will see. So it gets into this weird argument, but Kayla basically went over there and baited her into saying bad shit about Catherine. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what, why would I break up with her? Why would yeah. I break up with the person I just said is manipulative and horrible to other human beings and obsessed with toxicity? Why would I break up with somebody like that? How dare you? How dare you? So then Naomi like pulls Leva and is like, um, I just had this crazy conversation with Caleb and he doesn't like her. Like he does not like her. 
And Caleb runs to Catherine and goes, yo, Naomi's a shit-talking C-word. I think he said the C-word. I think he did, yeah. Uh, He's like, she's a shit-talking cut fitness. And Catherine's just, like, plowing down shrimp. She's like, is she? (laughs) Caleb goes, yeah, she was basically trying to manipulate me in our conversation. And I'm, like, so sorry that I said the C-word. She goes, don't be sorry. That is what she is. And my note says, she eats a shrimp horribly. And then Naomi, back to Naomi, Naomi's like, well, he's saying that, like, they're going through this. And Levin's like, well, first of all, that's not cool on his part. Like, why is he talking to you about that? And then so back to Catherine. She's like, well, how did it? Sorry, that was five shrimp in a row, but I don't know how long I'm going to stay here. How did that end? How did that end? And he's like, well, it ended with me not saying what she wanted to hear. So then we just ended it. Which is 100% not what that conversation was, by the way. And so Naomi's like... Oh, He's such a fucking liar. So he's trying to start a fight. It's like he says he hates the drama, but he's trying to get Catherine going with Naomi. Like, what the hell? He literally... Like, he's like, God, like, she, she only talks drama. And, like, he sounds so miserable. And he says, I'm in it to, to save her, basically. I'm in it to break her out of her patterns. And Naomi's like, you don't have to do that. It sounds like you're miserable. And then he goes over to Catherine and says, like, oh, she was trying to manipulate me. She's a fucking bitch. Like, she's a C word. What the hell? Like, that is so obnoxious. I was like, damn, I was really liking Caleb. But he's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. And it didn't even work. You're not even good at manipulation, dude. Because Catherine just left. She was like, okay, let's go then. She didn't fight or anything. You didn't even get what you wanted out of it. And Levis like, well, you just lost because there's nothing you're going to do that you're not the asshole in this situation. Right? Yep. Because he came to you. He bitched to you. She's going to hate that he came to you. And whatever you told him, she's going to hate you for that too. You know? So, Mm -hmm. we'll see. But uh, she goes... This is grounds for war. And Leva's eyes are literally, like, you see little ballerinas dancing around in her eyes. She's so excited. Leva loves this shit. Yeah, Leva is going to be at the next, like, group setting. She'd be like, Catherine, so Naomi was saying that Caleb told her that, um, you know, he thinks that you're nothing but drama. That's what she's going to do. I just want to think we should clear the air. I'm a hostess. So there it is. Uh, somehow we still go an hour and 15 minutes to talk about Southern Charm. It's like somehow. the show is about white pants and moving a bed. Seriously. Okay? But there there you go, everybody. There we go. Hope you enjoyed it and hope you have a great weekend this weekend. Come check out our videos and our bonus episodes if you need stuff for the weekend over at patreon.com slash watch what crappens. And that hotline number again, just because why not? Why not, guys? It's 213 213- Seven two five seven zero four three. That's two one three seven two five seven zero four three. We will talk to you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Watch what crappens. Would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying. Okay. We McLovin. Karen McClelland. 
She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills. Paging Page Mills. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.